For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we are exploring important TikTok updates that marketers need to know about, including some breaking news just from the last 48 hours or so that could have messed up a bunch of your previous videos, even if they were uploaded earlier this week. Also, TikTok is becoming more like YouTube than ever, and I couldn't believe this announcement when I saw it. Plus, TikTok shopping continuing to grow and get bigger and bigger, and all the things that marketers need to know about that. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm joined by Kenya Kelly. Kenya is a TikTok and Instagram Reels expert and runs a social media agency and is host of the Kenya Kelly podcast. Kenya, welcome back to the show. Yay, Jerry. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So they say, you know, I always tell people when I used to work with agency clients, there are no social media emergencies. Don't ever call and tell me there's an emergency. But this breaking news this week was a pretty big deal because this could have messed up people's videos depending on how they use them. And essentially, a bunch of the music on TikTok just all of a sudden vanished like 48 hours ago, right? Can you update us on exactly what happened? Yeah, what's a universal, basically, they decided to remove all, all music associated with their company and their artists from the TikTok platform. Apparently, what we are, obviously, we don't know it all, but what we're learning is that they were trying to strike a deal with, I guess, compensation, how people were making, how they were earning through their artists being there and they could not come to an agreement. So at the end of midnight, January 31st, all music is officially gone. And so now what has happened with the content that is on TikTok is that any video that you had that had music associated with Universal, that video has now been muted and you are slowly getting notifications from TikTok you know, it telling you, hey, this your video got muted, you know, changed and use this sound instead or whatever. It's, it's quite the nightmare. Well, and Universal Music Group has one of the biggest catalogs in the world. So we're talking about Taylor Swift, uh, Drake, Adele. I mean, if you name an artist, it probably because within that there's a bunch of like smaller record labels. And so, oh, yes. Yeah, this is massive. And so what you're saying is the videos are getting completely muted, right? They don't just take the song out and leave Correct. other stuff there. Yeah, completely muted. But if you if you go to the prompt where they're telling you that your video got muted and you choose a new song, then the if you're talking in the video, it'll pop back up. Okay. I'd be curious to see where this goes because to me, so I, I used to work in radio and work with record companies all the time. And so when it basically came out that you could make a video about your business and use a Beyonce song with it for free, I was like, whoa, this is, you know, because previous to the world of TikTok, you'd have to pay millions of dollars to use a commercial song like that in your marketing content. So 
I hope they work it out. I hope they see the benefits of the music exposure and we can continue to use it as marketers. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in a couple of years, we'd be like, remember when you could use Taylor Swift songs in your videos? <laughs> yes, I, I think that they will. I just think that somebody's not going to be happy with the actual deal that gets, you know, signed. Yeah, back in the good old days in 2024, <laughs> early 2024, when you could use that. So, yeah. well, there may be a fix coming to TikTok if you like music in your videos. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. By the way, Kenya, I'm glad you're here today because I know we're getting so close to social media marketing world. And she's going to be talking about how to use TikTok to grow your email funnel, which I love because TikTok's great for views. How do we move them forward and increase your revenue? One of many amazing conversations and presentations that are going to be happening. So if you want to meet other marketers, learn the latest marketing strategies, three days in sunny San Diego, next level strategies, and people from all over the world are coming in. We would love to have you join us with your all access ticket for social media marketing world. And you'll learn from some of the smartest marketers on the planet like Kenya, plus plenty of opportunities to talk shop with other people. So sometimes people in your company, you can't talk to people in your family don't get it. And so people that will get it because it is a giant party of marketers, essentially, all in one place. But don't wait. It's happening February 18th through the 20th. You can go to socialmediamarketing.world to get your all-access ticket today. Again, that's socialmediamarketing.world. So we just heard that a bunch of the music catalog from TikTok is gone, but they are also releasing something called TikTok AI Song. And let me just say up front, I'm bummed that I don't have this yet, but explain to us exactly what this is. Yeah, so when I look at it, it reminds me of like, TikTok chat GPT. <laughs> and so basically you're able to put in a prompt into TikTok, into AI song, and then it will basically write a song for you for TikTok. Now, of course, it's in its infancy stages. So probably what we're seeing right now is not the greatest thing, but it is a very creative way to create music for TikTok videos. It's like, I'm like, who thought of this? It's, I think it's a pretty cool tool. Yeah, well, and I I wish I had it because, you know, here on the show, it'd be great to be like, all right, here's a song we wrote about TikTok (laughs) news updates, because that's what you could say. And it's essentially a way to get a a jingle for your company. And I got to be honest, some of my favorite content on TikTok is when somebody has taken a hit song and like made a parody of it. And then everybody does their own interpretation with it. And so now it would just kind of be all built in right there. And then the other thing I saw, if, I, if I'm understanding correctly, like you can say, write me a song about TikTok news updates Yes, from Kenya Kelly, and then it'll write the lyrics. And then you can like choose different genres, right? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's so many different layers that go along with this tool. And I, th- I think it's just, this is the infancy stage, but they're going to, they're going to have more that's going to come along with it. Yeah. But to be able to say, no, nah, I want rock. No, I want hip hop. No, I want, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I was hoping I could geek out with it this week and, and, and play clips, but I do not have access to it yet. Nope, me either. It is supposed to be coming. So, all right. This was the announcement that kind of shocked me. I guess we kind of saw it coming, but TikTok has basically come out and said to some creators, hey, please post landscape widescreen video, like on YouTube instead of vertical video. So what's going on and what's what what have you seen about that? So what's happening right now is TikTok is testing 30 minute videos. So for the last year or so, we've been able to upload 20 minute videos. And now they're testing not only 30 minute videos, but 30 minute horizontal videos. So some people are getting a notification from TikTok that says, hey, we want you to create a horizontal video that is longer than one minute. If you do so, we will boost your video. And so the creators that are doing this are finding themselves with those particular 
particular videos being boosted for free by the TikTok platform. Now, this does not surprise me because, you know, obviously I'm a TikTok person a year ago where like normally I will, I live stream on TikTok you know, using like StreamYard or something like that. And my people started to see a feature where they could tap on their screen and it would turn my live stream horizontal. So that way it fit their phones. And so that feature came out last year. So now they're testing that on the regular FYP. And even though I did not get the notification from TikTok, I, I am able to create horizontal videos on TikTok. And then if people tap the screen, it's going to move my video. Okay. When I saw this, I, I decided to put up a widescreen video on my TikTok account, which I do not post to regularly, but I just took one of my YouTube videos, put it up there. It was about a little over five minutes long. Like, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> 24 hours later, I can report it's about in line with my other videos. Now I know they said if it happens, it'll happen in the first 72 hours. So maybe something could happen with it. But I was kind of surprised that, you know, the retention graph was not great. It wasn't a video built for this. Like in the beginning, I'm like, and by the way, if you want to use the chapters to skip around, which is a YouTube thing, you know, like there were all these things on that that were not for TikTok. But some people watched till the end. And I never, I've never watched anything more than three minutes, I think, on TikTok. So you know, the consumer behavior is potentially there. So we'll see if anything happens in the next couple of It days. is definitely changing. I watch a lot longer videos now than I ever have. And if a person is doing a great job with it, I'm watching because I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, I, I've had a few clients that I work with say, okay, if I start making longer videos, what, you know, what do I need to do? And I think the thing that works best is you still need to make the beginning of the video almost like it's going to be a shorter video. Because if you say, all right, over the next 10 minutes, swipe, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, you can't do that. It's got to be, you know, like your first minute, I still think needs to be really strong. And then of course you build on that from there. Oh, hundred percent. And, and the storytelling model is what's going to keep people there. No matter what it's going I on. will tell you, I have been frustrated watching a video where they are telling a story and then it ends and it's like, search for the next one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like that's a terrible user, user experience. So <laughs> There has been an update to TikTok's insights or in the creative center where you can track hashtags and trends and things like that. And so what is this thing that they've sort of quietly removed just in case any of the marketers that listen to the show have been relying on this? Yeah. So the TikTok Creator Center has definitely been a space where you can you go in there and you're able to see very popular hashtags, you know, and the things that if a brand wants to create certain types of videos or even see certain types of videos in a particular category, that they're able to see what is actually happening with this particular hashtag. And what it seems like is happening is they have, they're quietly removing that feature for a lots of different reasons. But one major one we believe is because of politics and some of the not so great things that are happening with that. It kind of reminds me of TikTok's discover feed, but it's the, it's more so for the, for the marketers. And that's the update. Yeah. And I saw TikTok said, you know, now instead, like, you know, if they're going to take something away, they're like, but look at this new thing. And they said that uh, it's now focused on sharing data on the top 100 hashtags within different industries, such as pets or travel, but they didn't officially come out and say why they made the change. So that the, the politics is the speculation. And that's just the world that we live in at this point. So for sure, for TikTok partners for running ads, a couple of new specialties that you will be able to do some better tracking with. The first one is all about if you are a cross channel partner, so where you're trying to track your, you know, sales and, and leads and all that kind of stuff, 
off of TikTok as well. They are now getting a little bit stronger, it sounds like, with multi-touch attribution. So in other words, if you are trying to attribute a sale to something that's happening, you can now attribute it to more than one thing. So it's like maybe somebody saw a TikTok and then later they saw a banner ad. I don't know how, I'm not a TikTok ads person, so I don't know how complex it gets. But theoretically, yeah, they could have multiple touch points that you could track. And so you might know then even more information, it sounds like, to be able to say, oh, so it's not just that video that drove all these sales. It's to be able to saw the video and then our banner ad. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then the other one for Lyft partners, this is where they will run a a poll afterwards to find out how well ads worked. And you might have seen these on different platforms as a consumer. They're like, hey, have you heard of this new car in the last seven days or, you know, whatever yep. it might I be. I see those all the time. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I think, and I think certain, you know, certain consumer groups probably get hit with them more often than other certain age groups and things like that. And so what they've talked about is this new brand lift, which is like this immersive in-feed polling experience to really find out, did people see your ad? Are they going to remember it? Uh, did they like it if they remembered it? Different things like that. So if you do TikTok ads, that's another uh, tool that you'll be able to utilize, which should be cool. Yeah. And it's actually pretty cool. I, uh, one of the things I experienced on TikTok is I saw an ad and I got tired of seeing it and it just wasn't relevant to me. So I like hit not interested. And when I did that, it popped back up and asked me more questions about why was I not interested in this particular ad? And I was just like, oh, wow. But that's good data to be able to give an advertiser of like, this is why this person in this demographic did not like your video or whatever. And I was like, I thought it was really cool. Did you go all the way through the survey? Yeah, mm -hmm. it wasn't long. It was just, it was very short. I think it was like one question, but it was, I couldn't necessarily move to the next video on the For You page without that pop up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's interesting to know. All right. TikTok shopping is looking to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. So what are the latest updates around TikTok shopping? Yeah, for sure. So what we're seeing is that it's definitely growing like a whole lot over in Asia, which is of course, but those of us that are on the TikTok platform, whether you are a consumer or you are someone that has physical products, you are seeing like quite the explosion that is happening on the platform. Now on the, on the good side of things as an advertiser is for the most part, for every TikTok video you're seeing, you're seeing like either one or two TikTok shop videos, but there also have been strongly encouraging, and I say this strongly with in all caps, strongly encouraging those of us that create content on TikTok to create videos from TikTok shop. And so like initially you saw where the products weren't very great or it was kind of the interesting thing, but now the products that are coming on TikTok are just so much better. And so they're also like, They're really trying to encourage more product-based businesses to come over to TikTok, but not just by encouragement, but they're actually showing the numbers of like, here's how much people are generating in revenue from from selling their products on TikTok. And I think one of the reasons why is because in the U.S., they've talked about it for years of having their own TikTok fulfillment center of products like Amazon, which they just launched in the U.K. So there's just a huge push for advertisers of their products, but also those of us that are creators to create content for in TikTok shop. So if just to clarify what you're saying, you as a creator are being encouraged to go into other people's shops and make videos about their products. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I have a separate account on TikTok and I just decided, okay, I'm going to buy a couple things from TikTok shop and I'm going to do some reviews on them in my second account because as a creator, I watched a creator that has maybe 20,000 followers. She's been buying things from TikTok shop marketing them on their behalf. And in December, she made $20,000. Ooh, 
Wow. Okay. Well, and I think all of that user-generated content is always going to be, it's always been powerful, but I think in, in the rise of AI, I think it's going to be more powerful because it's just going to come across more genuine than anything a company could create, even if it's a little less polished. On our last episode, it was all about Instagram updates, and they have a new thing called Friends Stories, and it's designed so that you can film basically an Instagram story of your friend and then send it to them, I guess, and they can go, yes, add to my stories. And so from a, you know, you can imagine from a a brand standpoint, having a contest or something like that. So you all within Instagram, somebody could go and create stories and you just approve like, yes, add to my story. Yes, add to my story. And so that's what this reminds me of, except this has the additional step of being able to shop from the video. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's incredible. Well, and that's the other thing I keep saying TikTok talking about is a feature they're testing to make all posts shoppable. So this is some crazy AI stuff. It sounds like it's going on. So exactly how does this work from your interpretation from what we've seen so far? Yeah, so I feel like this is more so like, I think it's going to be next level, but I think it's more so like what's already happening on Instagram with shoppable content. So like, you know, right now on Instagram, if you... If you have that enabled on your plat on your on your platform, you're able to talk about this the, this sweater here and this earrings from these particular companies or whatever, and people are able to make a purchase. If you're, I guess, if it, if you're the brand or you're connected with the brand, and I think that one of the layers of this is TikTok saying, okay, we're getting ready to do the exact same thing, but I think this is going to be. I think there's layers to it, but one of the things that's going to be connected to is TikTok shop. I think that all the products are going to eventually have to be inside of TikTok shop and the person, you know, it's not just the brand advertising, but it's the creators that are able to create content that promotes what's going on in someone's TikTok shop. Well, and the way they described it was basically, it's going to automatically identify these items and videos and just say, hey, you want to shop for this and other stuff. And the idea of product placement has been around, It's well, it's been around forever, but it's been really heavy. The last 10, 15 years, TV shows and movies have basically made a ton more money just by mentioning products in their episodes, right? Sometimes it's really obvious and sometimes you barely notice it. Like, oh, that spy is always driving this German sports car or whatever it might be. <laughs> but I don't know, the way it described it, is it like, is every video gonna be like, this is the hat she's wearing. This is like, it's gonna turn everything into QVC is sort of my worst nightmare. I'm sure they won't let that happen, but that's kind of like, it sounds like that's where the tech is. I think that initially that is gonna how it's, that's gonna be how it feels. Because that right now is how, well, no, the last probably four months, that's how TikTok shop has felt. We're all just like, good Lord, stop TikTok. And so now they're not <laughs> doing it as hardcore as they were. But I think that when this rolls out, that it's going to really feel just like what you said, like, good God, what is going on? Why do I have to buy this by that? But of course, anything that you you test and you announce is going to be awesome and awful at the same time. But I think by the end of maybe this year, beginning of next year, that we're going to be pleasantly surprised that people that have product-based businesses are going to be crushing it over on TikTok if they would just get over there now and start learning. Well, and, you know, we obviously they have all the different feeds now other than just for you and following. And so they could have a shop feed that was all just like that I could see where it was all things that had stuff tagged and stuff like that maybe at some point. Yeah, because not everybody has the other feed. I still don't have it. I have 500,000 followers and I still don't have the other feeds. You just have the two feeds, followers and the For You page? Still. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. Cause sometimes, you know, all of us, we assume, Oh, this is everywhere. And then you find out somebody doesn't have it yet. So Mm -mm. 
Yeah. So a couple of quick updates to know about with TikTok that are important. One is, uh, well, one's less important, but TikTok now has support for Chromecast. So you and your customers and things like that can basically use Chromecast to stream things from their phone up to their TV if you've got Chromecast built in. And then the other thing, though, that I think is important to be aware of is TikTok is rolling out dynamic text size options to improve accessibility. So basically, you can make the graphics and the text on the screen bigger, right? Yeah, I think it's great. You know, I have eyes that can see it, but not everybody has those types of eyes. And so now, like, I mean, you some, you'll see some of your friends falls and you're like, whoa, your text is really big, but it's, it's, it makes sense for them. And they're making that available, which I think is really good. I love it from accessibility standpoint. I think the thing we need to keep in mind for marketers, because I looked at the demo and essentially, you know, we've sort of in our mind got the safe space of where we can put graphics and stickers and things on our TikToks. But when they get bigger, all of a sudden it takes up more and more of the screen. Like it moves up a little bit higher, a little bit higher. So it could be that right now your captions show with nothing over them on every video. But then if all of a sudden a bunch of people go up, you know, 2X and or 3X oh. in text size, they could be covered up by your username and your caption and stuff like that. So, you know, I wonder how they're going to navigate that. I'm sure they have to think about that because if they're, if they're adding the accessibility to the text, they've got to be they've got to be doing something that's not that's not allowing your caption and all that to cover that. They've got to be thinking about that. But if the captions are built in because you, you know, did them in another editing program, then, you know, they are where they oh, are. So, yeah, because I, I have this cheat sheet that I made like, OK, here's where I film and here's where my text can go. And now I'm like, oh, man, I got to nudge everything up a little bit more. Instagram and Facebook reels have actually been a lot higher for a long time now than shorts and TikToks. But yeah, just something to be aware of with that accessibility. So can't wait to see Kenya talk about how to use TikTok to grow your email funnel and increase your revenue at Social Media Marketing World here in just a few weeks in San Diego. Don't forget to get your physical or virtual ticket now. Go to socialmediamarketing.world. That's socialmediamarketing.world. And Kenya, where's the best place to discover more about you? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram TikTok, YouTube at Kenya Kelly or my website, KenyaKelly.com and my podcast. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, two great ones for you to check out the social media marketing podcast, as well as the marketing agency show. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.